Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin, and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Take my hand, come with me. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 7 of this season of Soul Food where we're going to look at insight and we're going to look at the relationship now between your eyesight and what you look at and its effect on the heart. So this episode and the next two episodes will talk about different perspectives of eyesight and that big inroad into the heart and the way that it affects the heart. So in this episode, we're going to look at using your sight and how it can develop your inner sight, your basira, spiritual insight. We'll also look at the effects of looking at forbidden things. And then we'll look at ways to rectify uh, glances and to rectify the usage of eyesight uh, in our lives. So using sight, in Arabic, the word for eyesight or sight is basar, is basar. And spiritual insight or inner sight is basira. So you see that there's a relationship between the two words in Arabic, basar and basira. And, you know, last year in Soul Food, we talked about the states of the heart. And we talked about how having gratitude and patience and love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is very critical. And removing from the heart negative qualities like envy and anger and enmity and so forth. But this year, if you notice, we're looking at how what you do, the limbs, and how you use the limbs and the gifts that you've been given by God are actually inroads and have effects on the heart. So we're continuing to look at this book by Habib Umar entitled uh, The Kingdom of the Heart and Limbs. And uh, you know, recognizing how the things that we do in everyday life affect our hearts and affect our spiritual state and affect our connection to our Creator, glorious and majestic. Um, so when you look at sight in the Qur'an and blindness in the Qur'an, the Qur'an doesn't talk really a lot about physical blindness because that's something that's not in a person's control. And how many a great servant of God and a great righteous person uh, was actually physically blind. But sometimes when people are physically blind, the doors of their heart are even more open and they have other gifts that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives them. But when God talks about blindness in the Quran, it's about a spiritual blindness. So God says, Whoever follows my guidance, this is one of the, the, the verses of the Qur'an, a translation of Surah Taha. Whoever follows my guidance, when it comes to you, will not go astray nor fall into misery. But whoever turns away from it will have a life of great hardship. We shall bring them blind to the assembly on the day of resurrection. And that person will say, Lord, why did you bring me here blind when I had sight before? And God will say, this is how it is. You ignored our revelations when they came to you, so today you will be ignored. 
So a person who ignores the signs of God, their inner sight is blinded by their arrogance, blinded by their apathy, that God says on the day of resurrection they'll be blind, that that spiritual blindness will become manifest on the day of resurrection. And the person will say, my Lord, why am I blind when I used to be able to see? And God will say, your spiritual blindness has now become manifest and you can't see anything. You ignored our revelation, so now you are ignored. You chose to be blind to the signs that I sent you. So now you see that blindness manifest on the day of resurrection. right? And then in another verse of the Quran, God says, It is not people's eyes that are blind, but their hearts within their breasts. So when we're you know, thinking about how we see things, the lens through which we see the world, we have to recognize that we need to keep our hearts alive and we need to use our eyesight to cultivate that inner sight. In another verse of the Qur'an, God says, Can someone who knows that the revelation from your Lord is the truth be equal to someone who is blind? This obviously isn't talking about physical blindness, but spiritual blindness. Only those with understanding will take it to heart. You know, so you recognize that the revelation that the Prophet Muhammad received, that these divine messages, these heavenly uh, messages that God has been sending humanity so that they can know Him, so that they can attain salvation, so that they can know how to live in this world. Uh, whoever understands that is someone who has inner sight, and whoever turns away from all of that is blind. So that's how it's talked about in the Qur'an. Right? And you see how many people are blind to their true purpose in life. You can see that. That many people just think it's about acquiring wealth and fame and money and prestige. But that's not what you were created for. Is that what life is all about? Someone who thinks that that's what it's about is the person who is described as blind in the Qur'an. That brings us to the next point of what are some of the effects of looking at things that are forbidden? And you have to recognize, and we all have to recognize, that whatever you look at leaves a mark on your heart. Whatever you look at leaves a mark on your heart. And when you look at something forbidden, or you look at another believer with contempt, or spying on people, or whatever it may be, all of these things have a negative impact on the heart. The Prophet ﷺ said, whoever seeks out his fellow Muslims' flaws, God will seek out that person's flaws and expose him even if he is inside his home. In other words, if you look at people, if you use your eyesight to find bad things in people, that God will expose your flaws to other people, even if you try to hide them inside of your home. So in other words, don't use your eyesight for evil things. Right? Use it for good things. Use it in a way that cultivates that inner sight. Right, the same goes for looking at desire at a you know a, a you know a woman or a man that we shouldn't be looking at. You know, if a man's looking at a woman or a wo woman's looking at a man, or looking at anything with desire and lust, this also has a negative impact on the heart. Right, and it clouds the inner sight. And when the inner sight is clouded, it has a harder time seeing the signs of God. With, and that's what the heart was created for. 
So we have to be very careful. Allah tells us in the Quran once again, O Prophet, tell believing men to lower their glances and guard their private parts. That is pure for them. God is well of everything they do. And tell believing women that they should lower their glances and guard their private parts and not display their beauty beyond what is acceptable to reveal. They should let their headscarves fall to cover their necklines. But the beautiful thing here in this verse is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says it is pure for them to lower their glances and to dress modestly and to protect one's chastity is pure. And when it's more pure, it's pure for what? It's pure for the hearts. And that modesty and controlling what we look at and controlling uh, and cultivating our sense of being in a way that is modest is a central part of, of faith and is an indication of a sound heart. So that brings us to the next point about rectifying glances. Right? Is that all of this should communicate to us that we need to control what we look at and that we should recognize that when we're looking at things that we're not meant to look at, we're not supposed to look at, that this clouds our inner sight and that this veils us from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that this veils us from seeing the signs of God in creation and that we have to be careful of following our nufus, following our lower desires and that we need to direct our eyesight in a way that's pleasing to God. Right? So you have to guide your sight towards what it was created for. And that's what the next two episodes will, will be about. The next episode will be about looking at mercy uh, you know, to creation and also contemplating God's creation and using your sight for beautiful things that enrich the heart, that make the heart alive and connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that's what we'll look at in the next couple of episodes. But it really is worth mentioning again that looking at things that are forbidden is very damaging. And the Prophet taught us that a lustful glance is a poisoned arrow from the devil. And God says, whoever leaves it out of fear of me, I will replace it with a sweetness of faith which he will find or she will find in their heart. That when you control your glance and you look at it carefully and you only look at things that Allah wants you to look at and told you to look at, which is only good for you, that God will give you an, a sweetness of faith, an enriched experience of faith of nearness to Him. And now, and it's worth mentioning because it's unfortunately widespread, but now studies are coming out about pornography and looking at these foul, vile images that are destroying people's souls and that are a huge obstacle and barrier between them and having this basira, this insight that we're meant to have is that it, you know studies are coming out about pornography, that it alters the brain. And then it's causing serious damage to people's psyches. It's making people more isolated. It's making people more antisocial. It's altering the chemistry of the brain. You are not created to look at these things. And that it hurts you. So we need to be very careful and control what we look at. And look at those things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us is for our greater benefit in the hereafter and in this world. 
So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for success in doing that. That brings us to the call to action. That you need to control what you look at and you need to prepare your eyesight to look at beautiful things in the hereafter. Remind yourself when you're tempted to look at something that you shouldn't look at, that your eyes were created to look upon the countenance of Allah Jalla Jalalu and to see the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and all the prophets and messengers and the righteous people in the beautiful gardens of paradise. And don't look at evil things which which cause damage to your heart. So prepare yourself to look upon your Lord, to see the radiant face of the Prophet Muhammad and to be granted his intercession. So remind yourself of that. That's the call to action uh, when you're tempted to look at something wrong. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq. Once again, please feel free to share any feedback or comments on Facebook or Twitter and listen to us at soulfood.fm or subscribe on iTunes or listen to us on SoundCloud. Uh, please remember us in your prayers in these blessed nights. We're almost uh, one-third, we're about a quarter of the way through Ramadan. Inshallah, we come out on the other side, transformed human beings, closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.